This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Miami here. Uh, proud to announce we have a brand new sponsor that we're working on for a little bit. I'm very excited. Uh, believe it or not, we are now officially sponsored by Manscaped. You heard that right. The uh, company that specializes in taking care of uh, your ball sack. And, you know, being that, you know, mine looks like two oranges in a tube sock, I'm very excited about their products. They sent us each a kit. We got the trimmer. Came with, like, two guards. Just so we're clear, I, I've always nickeled and dimed myself with uh, with trimmers and stuff like that, whether it's for my beard, my back, my hairy ass, or my balls. And this one is um, so good. Uh, I didn't have to worry about cutting myself. I mean, I didn't. It's very easy to use. I really like that it has a light built into it right by the blade so you can see, especially if you're underway on a ship. Really hard to do that underway. We got the trimmer. We got the uh, nose hair trimmer. They call the weed whacker. We got some crop preserver, which is ball deodorant. We also got some ball toner. They also got a bunch of other stuff like uh, crop mop. They got a cleanser, a foot duster. They have cologne, and they even have uh, like actual razors for like shaving your face. Um, we also got a t-shirt, underwear, uh, and a spit kit. It's it's really really good and. It's really great. If you haven't tried it or you're looking for a better way to trim your balls, this is the ticket. Yeah, we wouldn't bullshit you guys. In my opinion, this is the best products I've ever personally used in terms of manscaping. So head on over to manscaped.com and use the discount code SAILOR for 20% off your order. And tell them the Discord of SAILOR sent you. The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back, relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. Uh, this is episode number 71. Mr. Miami, who do we have here as our guest today? Oh, well, we have a special treat for everybody. Um, this is our... Um, how do I say it? Uh, we got a special group. That's how I'm going to say it. Uh, we have a recurring guest um, who you heard before from the bathroom closet of a church uh and then we also have another guest who's it's joining fair. us for the first time a long time listener first time caller um we have uh dan and maddie um so since everyone already knows you um i pointed to to, to dan uh, maddie <laughs> why don't you go ahead and tell <laughs> us about yourself and give yourself a little shameless plug there oh fun uh I'm Maddie. Obviously, um, speak up. Big girl voice. Oh no, I can hear you. Me? Just big, big girl, girl voice. voice. Big girl voice. Okay. Uh, I'm Maddie. I'm an active duty Coast Guard member, 
and I'm stationed in Bayonne, New Jersey Ooh. right now, and uh, pretty excited to be on here. That's uh, all you do? I love your guys' podcast. You don't have anything else that you do? That's all, that's I, all do. I do. No, I, I do other stuff, too. You really want yes. me to plug the, the other side? That's, yeah. that's why we're here. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well... Well, there's technically okay, two things. You like make Go cookies ahead. and stuff. I don't know, right? I, Listen, yeah, okay. The, the, I, state, I the stage is yours. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I also own a little side business that started during the government shutdown, which is called Made by Maddie. I make a bunch of stuff, including a um, bunch of sewn bags and stuff. I take a bunch of uniforms and turn them into cool stuff. I'm currently making two sets of aprons right now out of ODU, uh, ODUs. And oh, then I also do a lot of... I do a lot of baking, so specialized decorated cookies and cakes and anything between that. Very nice. So that's what I like to do on the side of being a machinery technician. Nice. Disgruntled sailor, did you have something to say? I was I was going to say, uh, no, I'm going to save it for later. Okay, anyway, also we have uh, <laughs> Daniel with us. Daniel, you want to give yourself another shameless plug since you have it since we're here? <coughs> uh, hello, everybody. My name is Dan. I run Nautical USA. I just retired from the Coast Guard today. I feel awesome. You don't feel nervous um, or scared? Thanks for having me back. I have literally no job lined up. I'm waiting for things to work out. So, yeah, I'm incredibly scared and nervous. But also, it feels really great to be free. Oh, look at, look at that. My, my sticker on I your wish bottle. I had a fucking Oof. USA sticker. I have one on my sewing machine. Well, if we were cool, you would have one. I have a picture of me and you. <laughs> Got him. Listen, do you know how my mom knows you when I talk about you, Dan? She goes, "Is no, that the how? one that has an ass tattoo like you do?" And I go, "Yeah." <laughs> so, that's yeah, it. that's Dan with Dan the, with ass, the tattoo. ass tattoo. That's me. So we got made by Maddie. If anyone can tell me what my ass tattoo is, I'll send you a free sticker pack. Who? If anyone can tell you. Anybody, any any listener, go like if you slide my DMs on Nautical USA on Instagram, you can guess what my ass tattoo is. It'll give you a sticker oh. pack. Mr. Miami posted it. Don't the matching no, tattoos? No, I didn't post that because it had my face in it. No, no, that was sent. That was that was sent to a group chat. I thought there you posted in one of your podcasts. You talked about posting on the Instagram. I'm pretty sure you posted a close up of Moving the tattoo on, on the, the Instagram. I would not do that. No, I'll double check. I didn't. I'm I'm a thousand percent. Anyways, sure. anyway, uh, so yeah. we're talk gonna talk about something really cool today. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Um, but, but I don't want to bury the lead. But we got some shit we got to take care of as per usual. Uh, Do the admin yeah, stuff. Admin stuff. Um, so first we got um, Dirty Sturdy sent us some patches. Uh, he got picked up for the police department, so he's out now and. Uh, Got a really good job, and would you believe that motherfucker got married? I know, bro. I saw that, and I was like, I did not expect this. He didn't. He didn't even tell me he was engaged. He didn't do anything. Like, like I thought we were closer than that. Dirty. Yeah, that's what I told him. I was like, "What the fuck, man?" Um, I would have came out for that. He goes, "Ah, it was a shotgun kind of thing, like a shotgun winning kind of thing for this reason and that reason." I was like, "All right, man. Well, like, like I, that. That'd be like, I don't know, like." Some sort like it, like a pimp getting married to to like I don't know. It was just weird that he got married all of a sudden. Uh, but he's doing good. Thank you for the patches. And then also uh, another uh, friend of ours that we have, 
uh, sent us a some patches uh, from uh, SMTC, which is the U.S. Coast Guard Special Missions Training Center. Um, it says, I don't know what those words are. They're Latin, and I can't pronounce them. Like, uh, uh, dentes fortuna juvat. I don't know. But uh, it's pretty cool. It's got a shield. Uh, it's got like an iron fist at the top, and um, it's got uh, two cross swords. It's pretty cool looking. That's pretty cool, right? So SMTC is um, like yeah. um, tactical coxswain, pursuit coxswain schools there. Um, you know, there's some gun schools there. There's some um, other cool shit you can go do there. I think there's some bosomate, other bosomate shit you can do there. Um, but thanks for the patches, guys. Appreciate that. Um, so we had a listener who was getting ready to go to boot camp and asked me for, for some advice. And I pretty much my advice boiled down to just remember they can't hit you. Don't quit. And they can't hit you. That's, that's the, that's the best advice you can get going to boot camp. I was like, if you can get a picture with your CCs, uh, while you're at boot camp, you know, let me know. Uh, he wasn't able to get one during boot camp, but he got one. After they graduated with him and his four CCs, and all he said was, "I live, bitch." Oh, I know you sent me that <laughs> screenshot, and I was like, "That's rad." Um, uh, he said it was weird, like uh, not having any exposure to the like outside world for a uh, for a couple months. Hello. Okay. Um, I was like, just wait till you get to a ship. And I, you know, I pretty much told him like, um, he's going somewhere that's nowhere close to his house here where his home is. I was like, I think that's rad, man. I like when people are uh, branched out, especially when you're single and pretty much just told him that what I tell normally, normally tell people just, um, you know, your units, what you make it, um, get some different quals, do some shit you're not going to normally do. And then, uh, and then go home. So just wanted to give him a shout out cause I told him I would, um, when are you, uh, well, I'll skip that. Um, well, welcome to the Coast Guard, big yeah. guy. Um, so we're in the works of expanding our merchandise and stuff right now. Um, didn't you just get some cups there? Tons of fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I've had them for a while and they're ready to go. I just hadn't launched them yet, but I engraved some tumblers. You might've seen them in some of the pictures of the, when I take pictures of like the smoke pick blend coffee or any of the oak and iron coffees, I usually have a tumbler there with it. Uh, but it, ha- it basically has the disgruntled sailor logo on it. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. So I like them a lot. Yeah. We're going to, I've been testing them. That's where they, they, they've been in R and D for a few months now. Yeah. But only one person's testing them. I'm a lot harder on shit than you are. You don't even drink that much coffee. I do drink the coffee. I, I'm not saying you don't drink it. I'm saying I drink more. I mean, you do drink more coffee. Can you put other things besides coffee inside said I tumbler? Yeah, it it's like a sta- it's like a standard stainless steel tumbler. Yeah, it holds other liquids, I think, right? It's, it's not like impervious to only <laughs> coffee. You can put whatever the fuck Tumblers you want in it. Tumblers are great for beer because it keeps. It oh nice man, you should. I mean, chilling. who who needs Mr. to Miami. put beer in a tumbler? Who's drinking beer slow like that where you need to keep it cold for the? All long? them rodeo boys out there rodeo drinking boys. their beer rodeo cool. Um. Like, you know, I was making a joke about Rodeo Cool. It was like a lead-in, but I suck at this, so whatever. <laughs> it's all right. You're not here to be funny. You're here to be informative, Piss just off. like the last one. Um, yeah, so we're Facts. doing that. We got some other things we're working on, um, merch-related. 
Um, we're gonna try to expand to do some some cool shit. Um, oh, wrong button. Sorry, still learning. Uh, next, um, why don't you tell us what happened to you today, Maddie? Uh, today I got meritoriously advanced to MK1. Well, congratulations, first Hell of all. Hell yeah. Uh, second Thank of all, you. right here, I'm going to insert a sound. Like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> So you're editing this <laughs> Something one? Something like that. No, you're going to do it. Okay. Well, you know uh, I'll send you the sound. Okay. Uh, so, you know now there's not going <laughs> to be a sound. So tell us how that process works. Because we literally just talked about how someone's new to the Coast Guard listens. What does that mean? Uh, so meritorious advancement, each district, the district admiral is allowed to pick two people, one active duty, one reservist, um, below the pay grade of E6 to be advanced on the spot, meaning starting that day, you are of that rank and getting that pay. Um, so with the process, the com- like your command puts in a package and it gets routed up through sector, like your district sector, and competes with other packages. And the sector captain chooses one, and that gets routed up and to the admiral. And so with all the sectors in that district, he then picks, he or she, whoever the admiral is, then picks one reservist and one active duty based off of their package. Is that similar to like to um, so, that day. Uh, like winning enlisted person of the year, meritoriously advanced? Um, I guess kind of. It's just a little bit different. Did you know your command? Uh, because you, it's it's district Did you know based. your command? Well, that's, that's yeah, a, that was going to be my question. Did point. you know you got put in for this? No, <laughs> I am. Um, so like you could have fucked this up at any time. Like you, you didn't know you needed if, to be on your best behavior. Like you could have, you could have shit the bed. <laughs> I know, right? That'd been real embarrassing. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I had no idea, um, and I thought that the admiral was just down for you know the rounds. Like, hey, it's the holidays. Let's keep up morale. Let's talk about all the stuff coming up and everything. And when they called me, I just blankly stood there my chief had to scooch me up and be like that's you you need to go up there um so it was just it was completely blindsided they weren't like they weren't like hey make sure you're at work to fucking day um well i mean they did say that in a sense um they just told everybody hey admiral's coming for a base visit um inspection already uniform and very clever of them it's going to be late it's a later day so no one schedule anything for you know after work today or that day it was today but when they told us so they knew for a week um they found out about this i guess last week and then that day or the next day revision cuts came out and i was actually above the cut for mk1 off of that and so I was Burn. worried because I was like, am I going to be moving because I just got here? You know, what's what's going to happen? And I was 
asking my command, like, do I need to reach out to the detailer? Are they going to contact me? You know, what's the next steps moving forward and stuff? And they're like, just wait. They're going to send you an email. And my BMC had called, who's my OIC, had called the detailer because they already knew what was going on. So they had already confirmed that I was going to be staying for another year. That's good. That's what you wanted, right? With with this advancement. Yeah, yeah. I just bought a house in the area. So it, I personally, I think that when you're at a unit for a year or less, it's not very beneficial for the Coast Guard or yourself because, you know, you're working on a bunch of qualifications. You're getting into the swing of things. And if you leave after that, you you never really get to master anything. Look, you're not taking a – So when you get to stay at this least This isn't a recruiting years, board or, like, an OIC more. board. You could just say, like, it fucking sucks to leave at less, less than a year. It does. Yeah. Yeah, but – well, congratulations. Yeah, Here's to you. All in all, pers- personal and work life. So it sucks. But thank yeah. you. Cheers. Cheers. What are you cheersing with there, Fatso? Georgia beer. Tropical IPA. I am on my uh, last tropical IPA as well. Uh, if you haven't already. Sounds like they're I delicious. Like it. It's pretty good. If you're going through them. And, What's that? And I don't like IPAs. I said it sounds like it's pretty delicious if you're going through them and you're on your last yeah, one. Um, if you haven't already, go get some uh, Georgia beer and uh, tell them Scarlet Sailor sent you. Um, next. Let's see. Did that. Today's episode is brought to you by Oak and Iron Coffee Company. They were founded to honor America's rich nautical history along with the history of the United States Coast Guard. Yeah, they got um, eight different types of coffee. They got whole bean. You can get ground. You can get coarse ground fine ground they even do their own k-cups um they even have decaf hell even my mom drinks it um she's uh, disseminated it to everybody that she knows um they also got a bunch of cool merch in their store too yeah they got uh mugs and tumblers and stickers they're pretty rad and they throw a nod at uh everything back from the life-saving service to the public health service to red holes black holes white holes they even do a uh, unit discount so if you can talk to your cs or your xpo uh, they do discounts for bulk orders and for uh, Coast Guard units. They even give a portion of their proceeds to CGMA. So every bag of coffee or merch that you buy, a small portion of the proceeds gets donated to CGMA. So if you want to boost your marks, throw that in there that you're you're buying coffee and donating money to CGMA at the same time. Well, check them out. Pick up a bag of Smoke Pit Blend Coffee. Tell them what Colonel Sailor sent you. Okay. So... We're going to get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, so the reason you two are here is because you and some other people are um, starting a new program, doodad uh, service kind of thing, uh, to try to help some other Coasties. So I'm pretty much just going to give you two the floor, and I'm going to interject where I think I need to interject. Uh, if I have anything funny to say, I'm going to interject as usual. Um so I don't know, like, who outranks who or who's what. So I know you're both involved, so... Well, then I'll give the boss the introduction. Okay. <clears throat> All right, we have... Uh, Maddie is our president um, of our board of directors. We are both founders of Breakwater Alliance is the name of this. It's a Breakwater Alliance Foundation. It's a 501c3 nonprofit um, aimed at the Coast Guard and its mental health of its members. I thought you were going to introduce her. There's You're several. introducing the, the thing, not her. And. Double dip in. And. 
stupid ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have uh, this badass female who's leading our charge, leading the charge um, for the entire endeavor, right? Who was good enough to get meritoriously advanced by her admiral and by her district. Uh, which was unbeknownst to us, but that's super rad that we get to put that like an extra feather in her cap that she's doing this alongside of being recognized for everything else. So yeah, cool. Well, now that Dan buried the lead, this is Maddie. Maddie, go ahead and tell us what Breakwater Alliance is. <laughs> and I will, sh- man, I will shank you. Um, you just threatened an active duty service member, and you're retired. So please back off. Uh, tech, technically, I'm still on. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, st- he's still active. I'm still on terminal Bay, for right? a month. Still so uh, now so. it's just. Tread yeah, lightly there. It's even worse. Yep. You know what? See, just I live in Texas. Come find me. <laughs> anyway, Maddie, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, Breakwater Alliance Foundation was—it's uh, really a group effort. So, uh, we have seven board members, and we had a general idea, and it's just kind of blossomed from there. But it is a peer-to-peer support type thing. So, it's active duty Coast Guard and uh, retired Coast Guard members that are anonymously volunteering for an online chat program that Coasties can call in or text chat into, however the kids say it nowadays, um, for for guidance on a multitude of things. So our, our key things is connection, clarification, and confidence. So this can work with mental health, it can work with work-life issues, financial issues, anything, anything they're struggling with, uh, a big thing that we expect to see is when people move and adjusting to new areas and stuff. But um, trying to clarify what what they're struggling with and, and make connections to different resources. So on our website, we have a multitude of resources available that that you'll often see in the Coast Guard, but also things that are public on the civilian side that as active duty members that we have access to that just hasn't been publicized to people. So making those connections to resources that they might need that can help them. And then also building their confidence up. And one, when it comes to mental health, that mental health is normal. People go through tough times and it needs to be normalized. And it's okay to reach out for help. It does not make you a weak person. It makes you a strong person for saying, hey, I need to grab a lifeline. I need to lean on somebody. And doing the work that you need to do to to get back on top and, and in your game, you know? So, I, so, I know, uh, so we talked a little about it beforehand, kind of give us a, a brief rundown of what's going on. Um, you just said the Coast Guard has a multitude of things available to people, and you're going to try to get that information out. Um, why have your own, like, outreach, um, you know, talking platform when the Coast Guard already has multiple things i can go to a doc i can go to cg support i can go to chaplain like why why did you feel the need to have an extra thing that's a great question so a couple reasons one we're completely separate from the coast guard we're anonymous so a lot of people have the fear that if they report anything that comes to mental health that it's going to get back to their command and somehow affect security clearances how they're perceived their work life, any of that stuff. So that just solidifies um, that they shouldn't have a fear for reaching out because that's not going to get back to them. So that's a big thing. And one of the other things is there isn't always enough education on the resources that are available. 
And as a lot of people that are in the Coast Guard have seen, you know, in the last couple of years with COVID, um, mental health resources has been absolutely flooded. And the Coast Guard relies on outside sources for sending their members to, to seek mental health. So when it's flooded by the civilian side, it's extremely difficult for active duty Coast Guard members to get in to seek mental health. And not only that, but you have people that deploy all the time and duty schedules, and it just becomes a very complicated situation sometimes. And so our site is available 24-7. So you can just pop on whenever you have time. Maybe it's between rounds and you're sitting on the mess deck or whatever it is. And on your time, you can reach out and speak to somebody. And then the third thing that I'm going to put in there is everyone has different experiences with the resources that the Coast Guard has already provided. And I don't want this to sound like I'm shitting on anybody, but from personal experience, um, I've had a tough time. I've used CG support before. Those are civilian counselors. So you spend a lot of time explaining your lifestyle and what you do as a job before you can even get to a lot of your problems sometimes. So that can be a, a difficult barrier to cross to really get the help that you need. Um, and because I was seeking that help and the, the counselor that I was speaking to didn't understand my situation, the advice that I got was less than subpar. And I'm just going to outright say it, to be honest. But um, I was married and doing the distance, and I actually almost lost, at the time, my husband to suicide. And I called CG support because I didn't know what to do from 2,000 miles away. And um, the counselor that I was linked up with said that I just had to wait out the time and to send more dirty pictures, and that would fix my marriage. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> <laughs> CG support, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So, again, everyone has different experiences. You never know what counselor you're getting on there. So I'm not <clears throat> saying CG support is a bad resource to use because it's, it's not. It just is dependent. But – what sets us aside is the fact that we are coasties. So um, what she didn't understand of waiting out the time, for me, that's 15 more years of my career. I can't just wait that out. You know, we need a little bit more problem solving sooner on to figure something out. Um, so if you get another coastie on and somebody's struggling with a long distance marriage or relationship or something, they're more likely to understand because they probably have been through it or we can get somebody linked up that has been through it and so they might have way better tricks and and tips to work through those struggles of a long distance relationship than somebody that has no idea what it's like to be separated by thousands of miles and you can't just take leave when yeah. you want you can't you know you're told where to be when to be there and, and so all like of that. if someone calls so. in and says oh i'm a you know i'm a et1 i'm on a 378 i'm in an east pack and I'm having issues with my wife and kids, you know, and I'm a cutterman, so, like, I love the ocean and all that other shit. Like, your people, you're cutting down all that time. They go, yep, totally, dude. Cutterman, too. Um, Absolutely. You're not spending the first six sections explaining what your job is and how often you deploy and all those little things that make us so unique in our, our job and how that affects our personal life. Yeah, you're, you're bypassing all of that. Okay. So on our website, there's a way, um, an, an our volunteers page where you can sift through all the different people who have volunteered with us and you can look at uh, what their qualifications are, what type of units they've been at, uh, if they're cutter people, shore people, 
uh, what districts they've been to. So that way, if you want to talk to somebody specifically for a geographical location issue or specifically a job issue, a command climate thing, um, you can find someone who's more relatable than uh, someone who's not. And then you just find a way. So you guys have a... We'll find your way to connect with you them. You guys have a website? Yeah, absolutely. So our website's up and running. We've uh, been working on it for the last like four or five months. Breakwateralliance.org. Okay. And I'm not going to spell it because I've been drinking. So Common spelling? I want to... Co- common you spelling. Breakwater. So yeah. The only what thing he knows what? how to spell is BM. <laughs> I want to I wanna back up a little bit. So you said that it's all anonymous, right? So are your volunteers Correct. also anonymous? In a way, yeah. So, so yeah. everybody is, we only use first names. Um, and although you can see their information, like if you really want to be a true dick and try and find out who this person is for some reason, like what's wrong with you? But the idea is that everyone's anonymous. So that way it creates a culture uh, or a safe place with air quotes. I've heard that before. Um, for, people to f- for people to feel like they're not being, they're not talking to someone who's going to come out and find them. We also have a very strict confidentiality agreement that they have to sign um, that prohibits them from contacting any silver badge, any gold badge, any command member reaching out on your behalf to a chaplain. Um, unless there are certain things like, um, you are suicidal, you're hurting your spouse, uh, domestic violence, things like that, that are mandatory reporting issues. Um, cause all of our volunteers are still subject to UCMJ. Well, almost all of them are. So they still have to maintain their still mandatory reporting issues. So I but, know like when yeah. we had, uh, so like say me, so I was talking first. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like, just don't forget what you're saying. Yeah. Just write it down. Um, so like when we had Boone on that was, uh, <laughs> talking to us about his experience um his biggest concern was um i don't know what my options are i don't know who i can talk to but i have questions that i need answered and unfortunately it had to come to a culmination where you know people had to intervene um is that something you guys are gonna alleviate make better like yeah, so our goal is to stop big problems from becoming big by addressing them when they're small. Anybody that, <clears throat> sorry, anybody who would normally go to your supervisor or your coworker, those days in the past, like that was your only option. Nowadays, if you have someone outside of your unit who you want to talk to, then great, you, you would probably be texting them or calling them and talking about your issue. A lot of people, a lot of members who are newer, they don't have someone that they've been at a unit with previously to be able to reach out to. So if you're embarrassed at all about talking about your issue with your coworker or your command, most commands, all commands, they probably say, hey, our doors are always open. Please come to us, um, talk to us, and you know, don't worry about anything. We just want to take care of you, right? Um, we, all, which, we don't know how that goes, so people get which so is, busy. Right. That it's it's Which not is, always an open door situation. Right. Like I have a situation where I was at a unit and I went to my ops chief and I told him everything I was going through. And he said, why don't you take 20 minutes, go back to your room, collect yourself. Because I was crying, like hysterically crying as a man. And that's okay to talk about. It's okay to say. But he said, why don't you go back to your room, take 20 minutes, collect yourself, and then go back to work and take it as a test to your character the rest of the day to see if you can manage being here or not. 
That sounds uh, healthy. What you probably should have said, Chief, is said, hey, let me drive you over to Sector and give you or at least a phone call to one of the HSs and talk to them and they can evaluate you. Or here's the number to CG support. Here's the number to the chaplain. Here's the number to his well. Like, do something. Give resources. So our goal is to find people, uh, members in the Coast Guard, who want to volunteer with us, who actually give a shit about other shipmates and who want to give education on all those proper resources that are out there. Like for instance, um, two days ago I was in another shop in the building and I they received a phone call. The dude had never been a watchstander so he didn't know what questions to ask. So I took the call and it was a spouse who had a serious family matter that she needed to address with a command or something and it sounded like from her voice that it was probably gonna be a restricted item um, something that, well, I'll let you guys explain what restricted is later, but a restricted item. So I didn't want to ask too many questions, but I said, let me find you the right resource and I'll make sure that they call you today. She was very concerned about like this being delayed and people putting it off. I said, ma'am, tomorrow's my last day. Like I am going to make sure that this is handled. I'll go stand outside their door. So I walked straight to the silver badge and I said, Hey, master chief, what is the proper resource for this? Cause I don't know, but I want to be educated. And then I found out it was family resources um, or family readiness. What is it? Shit, I already forgot. Family advocacy specialist. Fam- thank you. Yes, family advocacy specialist. So then I walked down to her. I went down one floor and I stood outside her uh, door for an hour and a half until she was done with her Zoom call. And then I told her what happened, gave her the phone number, and I sat there until she dialed that other lady. And then I left her office. So the way the reason I shared that story is to create a parallel to what we, we are here for at Breakwater Alliance. If you have a problem and you're too embarrassed to call your or to talk to somebody at your work, reach out to Breakwater and it's going to be another active duty member who cares and who's going to go above and beyond to get you to the right resource of where you need. Um, We will not be calling your chaplain for you. We're not going to call your OIC. We're not going to be calling your gold badge or silver badge. None of that. We will empower you and we'll just point you in the right direction. course there's always going to be one outliers and special circumstances and so on and so forth but in general i hope that answers your question just gonna say that you had something to say because i have a question okay i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna go okay you have the talking so you said you said it's anonymous right so if disgruntled sailor right goes to your website and does the chat feature whatever it is you guys have to contact you there's no way you guys can tell who i am no, because the, the only thing that Correct. like I'm on, I'm on the website right now, and it asks you what your first name is, your rate, and your district. If you want to put in your, which somebody already did, they tried to impersonate Jason Vander Hayden. Um, I don't like it. Doesn't matter because all I care, all we care about, <clears throat> is that you're taken care of and you're talked to. If you want to lie to us and tell us a different first name, that's okay. Um, that's so- on you and your moral compass. Yeah, so the people using the site, it's 100% up to them, the amount of uh, anonymity. 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 She's drinking, probably. I'm drinking an IRMK, you know. Um, (laughs) Big words are not my specialty, but um, it's completely up to them. So if they want to disclose who they are, they're more than welcome to do that. However, if they are coming across a you know a restricted report and stuff, um, you know we advise up front that if they have a restricted report or anything to to discuss, 
to remain anonymous so that it allows us as you know under UCMJ to not make that report if they don't want it to be reported right so everyone is still in the clear for everything um but if somebody wants to say i'm so-and-so from so-and-so i'm just coming in i'm just moved to alaska i this you know daylight for only four hours a day is really getting to me and i really they can say they're batman and they need help and you guys are gonna help them pretty much right yeah Mm -hmm. basically my only question is gonna be like are you a coast guard member okay cool (laughs) that's fine or veteran or retired retired so the, the the so you said you have seven board members. So the seven of you can't man the phone lines all the time. Uh, Correct. So we have right. a we have a what sixty right I think now. That last night we're just over sixty, and we're growing. And growing, obviously, always looking for more volunteers. Just um, the more people that we have to volunteer, opens up our knowledge base and our experiences to just better assist any situation that come comes across the table. So we're looking for volunteers always. Um, so if anyone is interested in volunteering, there's a few ways you can go about it. You can go to our breakwateralliance.org website. And on the very bottom, there's a life ring you can click. It says volunteer now. Um, and it sends us an email. And um, the other way is to reach out at our email at info at breakwateralliance.org and just request to be a volunteer. And we'll send out a package, you know, just sort of some basic information from you, uh, why you want to help volunteer, and um, a couple other things, some experiences, trainings that you have. Obviously, uh, like Skip said earlier, you know, demographics. Um, where, where you've been stationed? Where, what? Yeah, demographics. Yeah. Of, what, what type of uh, cutters? Uh, what districts? Qualifications. Yeah, those things. Um, so that we can put you on the volunteer list, so then we can. You know, if somebody's requesting a specific type of person, we can better match Is there a you. process for that, um, or is and, it just and, pretty much anybody goes? Yeah, so the process is we um, absolutely do have an interview process, right? So the first thing, when you email info at breakwateralliance.org or use that life ring on the bottom of the website, it's going to get to us. We're going to immediately send you the questionnaire. It's like five or six questions. We'll return it, we'll look at it, and then we'll schedule an interview with you almost immediately. Um, the biggest thing, sorry, I'll back up. We'll schedule an interview with you and assuming we get the warm and fuzzy that you are a person who gives a shit about other shipmates or shore mates, whatever. Um, then we'd love to have you right. The other minimum requirement that we have is that somebody is trained in either safe talk, assist a victim advocate or a SISM peer. Oh, um, at a minimum, like if you want to be something more or you have other additional training, it's badass. Safe talk we want is you. like the, but the, you know, the initial suicide awareness thing, right? Like, you know, identifying it, right? Yes. Safe talk and assist are kind of suicide both Suicide and self-harm. Yeah. And then self-harm you said SISM. Yeah. Did you say SISM? Yep. That's the. Yeah. So SISM, yeah. yeah. SISM has to deal with like a major crisis happening. And then you said assist. So, uh, is that another one? Did I already say that one? Assist. Assist. assist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, assist is similar to safe talk. And then you said victim advocate. It's a, it's more in depth. Okay. Yes. Just. And then victims advocate, sure. right? So, if one if one of us doesn't have uh, the training who you're talking to, then they can within the chat that you're in. They can connect, reach out to another volunteer and be able to bring them in or reach out for more information. And 
although right now our system only allows for uh, chatting from our website and not phone calls if you would rather speak someone on the phone then just request hey can we have a phone call right now instead and that's absolutely is there okay. a minimum uh, volunteership like like if like it, like I have three kids I have five animals in my house mm -hmm. I have three all three of my kids are in multiple activities my spouse works full-time if I only have an hour a, a week or an hour every other week like is there like a minimum mm -hmm. I have to like do or I get like the boot or like no no, it's it's on no your way. schedule. We want to have you. So we're working out. Um, we're perfecting our way of scheduling right now. Uh, we're looking at adding an additional app to try and help us with that on the back end. But in general, you tell us what your availability is, and we're happy to have you. Also, like aside from the greatness of actually helping people, you get to put on your marks and whatever else, all that crap. Word. Can I can I back uh, off absolutely. a step too? Get real it. Quick? Yeah. So we talked about um, volunteering and, and having those requirements. I don't want that to deter anybody from being a volunteer. If you want yeah, to be a volunteer. absolutely. Because the Coast Guard has employed 46 new, it's like a new program that has 46 members that are um, able to go and train uh, people and assist and stuff. So there's more classes available. And I know for D1, if you guys are in the D1 area, we have six of those members in the D1 area, and I've spoken with our master chief at Sector New York, and uh, he's he wants this to be a priority. So our volunteers that want to get those training, it's going to be a priority for them to get into a class or the one-on-one -on -one training to get those qualifications um, to be you know better help. So you don't have to be program. a counselor. You don't have to be a therapist. You just have to have a cell mm -hmm. phone and Hell no. an hour to talk to somebody. Yeah, and that's actually what right. we prefer, right? Like, like that resource already exists. It's already being paid for by Big Coast Guard, and they contract that out to whatever company it is that runs CG support. Those are contracted counselors with degrees. They're being paid, um, and we, as Breakwater Alliance, are not here to be a counselor. We are not here to duplicate any resource or give any official help in any way. That's that's just our like our blanket disclaimer kind of. What we want to do is educate people and dispel any rumors that are out there regarding those resources. So if somebody says, I'm afraid to talk CG support because I think they're going to call my unit and tell them I'm having anxiety and they're going to take away my gun qualification and I can no longer be a BTM or a BO at my work. First of all, let's dispel that huge rumor right now. That is not true at all. Um, CG support does not call your unit about anything. Um, they have several different things that they do cover, not just mental health, so you know. Um, but in general, that's not what we're here to do. That's not what they're there to do. Cool. Sorry, I think so I deviated you mentioned, from your actual question. Yeah, huh? you guys mentioned... Uh, you mentioned the website, breakwateralliance.org. You mentioned the email address that people can contact you. Do you have any other ways? That, like, Do you have any social media platforms or anything for people to follow? Yeah, great question. Yeah, so we do have an Instagram, uh, at Breakwater Alliance. Um, we also have a YouTube channel, Breakwater Alliance Foundation, which you'll find two videos on there right now, but we're in the process of making more. Are they any good? And those are just informational. I mean, you're looking at my ugly face. So, so no? You go watch it and, and leave a comment and let me know if it's good or not. <laughs> Jackass. Oh, I'll comment. It's pretty good. It, it, it's a, a quick little a whole comment. I'm sure you will. <laughs> then people will know who you are, so maybe you shouldn't. Um, but it's just a two-minute video, just basically this entire um, 
podcast in a nutshell okay in two minutes so that's our first video that's on uh, there you said some numbers at the beginning um uh what were what what is that you said like we're a something 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 oh a 501c3 so it's that a means non-profit corporation there you go the benefits so we ha the reason why we formed it as a corporation and not just waiting for the coast guard to make these changes or make their own board or association to do this is because we wanted to be able to hold people to a confidentiality agreement and create the strict uh, confidentiality right so now you're legally bound to that versus i don't know what the hell the coast guard would do and it would probably take them years and years and years to do that Maddie and I, like two years ago on Instagram, started doing live, um, whatever those live videos, I guess, on Instagram. And yeah, we I talked that. a lot about mental health. Right. Um, and so from that, it kind of sparked this conversation and we kind of sat on it for a long time and talked about it. And then one of our other board members um, kind of brought in an additional idea of a property, which we'll get into later maybe. Um, and... It kind of just developed into this over the summer, late summer of this year, 2022. And now here we are launching um, at the end of 2022. So, yeah. So I think a lot of it started from personal experiences and, yeah, you know, um, Skip and I both have gone, gone through some stuff and through our, our personal experiences of not necessarily getting exact type of help the, that we need exactly like like the expect or the expected help you would think is out there mm -hmm. so yeah so we wanted to form an organization and then we went a step further and applied with the irs for a tax exemption status which is 501c3 under whatever crap law the government is asserting over us but um what that means is that anybody that wants to donate they get a tax break or uh, they can write off that that donation uh, we'll give you a receipt for it and then we're exempt from taxes like uh income tax or property tax things like that so yeah who's uh it allows us to apply for grants and receive yeah, donations and stuff and since we aren't for profit this isn't we're not here to make yeah like like i'm not i'm not on this living. podcast this getting paid to be here a, yeah this isn't a business this is literally for, a foundation worry, i'm not getting paid <laughs> yeah, to be this here is either for the coast guard so. people yeah, whatever you guys uh, saying. You get paid in beer. Shh, don't tell anybody. Um, so you said you're two of seven board members. Are do you have like? Mm -hmm. Is it all coasties? Like, do you have some doctors, lawyers? Like, Absolutely. how do you know? Like, how are you going to keep this? What it is like? Great question. So right now, all of us are uh, Coast Guard members. Two of us have already gotten out of the Coast Guard. I guess I'll be the Great. third. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll be the third <laughs> um, who is no longer on active duty. But everyone is an, uh, a Coast Guard member, so they understand it. They believe in it. So this is like food. We are going to quickly. Like by us. This is a Coast Guard thing. This isn't like. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's Coasties for yeah. Coasties. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Soon we are, we are in the process of looking for replacement board members, just people who are more specifically trained and experienced in areas like if you know anyone who's a lawyer or a JAG officer in the Coast Guard and they want to be on our board of directors, it's a non-paid position, please send them our information. If you know anyone who has a lot of experience with finance or to be our CFO, uh, chief financial officer, yeah. 
charity work mm-hmm. stuff exactly please send them our information or send us their information and i'll reach out so if you know what, anyone who's really good with real real estate we need to talk to somebody about real estate so i know that the and land the, not the, not general real estate i'm sorry so everyone's gonna send me their <laughs> fucking local realtor we need yeah, someone no, who's land. looking for land like hundreds and hundreds of acres um for something we'll talk about later well i i think we're about there um you know, oh, covered okay. your mission statement, why we're doing it, um, uh, who's involved, how's it work, how's the Coast Guard work, mm-hmm. volunteers, donations, uh, donations. So, you said you are tax. Oh, okay, tax, yeah. So how do I how do I do that? Do I send you like? <clears throat> yeah. So there's a few different ways. You can go on our website, breakwateralliance.org, click on the donation page, and it'll send you to a Stripe checkout, and you can set up a one-time donation or a recurring monthly donation. Or there's other ways on our link tree, which is also on our uh, website. Or you can get to our link tree through our Instagram. Um, or you can go in direct access and set up a direct um, allocation or oh, fuck, what's allotment. that word? Allotment. Thank you. An allotment. Um, I'm in the process of talking with PPC to get us on the official list, like right next to CGTLEA, right next to the chief's mess, the chief warrant officer's mess, all that bull crap. We want to be on that list so it's a lot easier for you to set up. But in general, uh, we have a way that you can set that up. I have made an instruction packet with that. It looks just like a Coast Guard message. It's pretty funny. Or an instruction manual. Is there a minimum donation requirement um, or anything? Absolutely um, not. No. Whatever, whatever you One would like penny. To, to donate, anything. What's the money going to go to? somehow impacting our coasties directly. What's the money um, going to so go to? Great question. To, Maddie? Yeah, to... To start with, it's just a startup cost as far as creating and maintaining our website. Our website's free. Um, like, any, everyone has the internet. Well, I'll tell yeah, you you're what. Right. When I started this, I am, again, IRMK. I am not tech savvy. I might as well have a jitter phone. It's um, called a jitterbug? So, I, we hired. Buck is a oh, jitter it's phone. A jitterbug. It is jitter. Oh, it is a It's a jitterbug. Like, you know what I meant. Yeah, I did. Like, I mean, <laughs> if you could say it right. Oh, she's such an MK. Right. God, she's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> MKs are the worst. We really are. Go jump off the um, boat. We're the best and the worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we, we, we decided to hire a professional company in order to create this website. This, there, you know, with the chat feature and everything, there was like a lot of ins and outs way over my head. Um so that was our first decision because we wanted to make this run smoothly and professionally and everything because the last thing we want is somebody to come reach out for help and it not work. <laughs> so yeah, be the worst. Um, that was a, that was a number one in my book is this needs to function. Yeah. So um, that's our, so- our number one startup cost. And then as Skip keeps mentioning, uh, we have a phase two part coming, uh, water park. coming down the water line park. of water park. <laughs> There will be water there, yeah. There will be water, yes, um, of creating a retreat. And so this will be a property of land with um, cabins, camping, and, and different stuff like that on there that um, we would fund for a Coastie and their family to come to, to, one, get away, because let's be honest, no one takes enough leave in the Coast Guard, or at least... I mean, that's what I assume because I never take leave. I'm sure only pieces of shit get to take leave. Way. So, 
but but so, and that right there is the stigma, right? Like everyone thinks I'm gonna cut Maddie off. That's why I said it. I'm gonna be more enthusiastic no, 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 right. about it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said it. Everyone out there. Okay, good. See, you're leading. This is Weird. good, Mr. Miami. It's almost like it I do this good, all the yeah. time. Um, you're not a piece of shit for taking leave. Don't be like me. Don't feel like you're a piece of <laughs> Listen, shit for taking leave. I'm, Take leave because it's freaking important. I'm important. retiring in a month, right? And I am so happy to have the time off, even though now I have to get a grown-up job. But the military mm-hmm. gives you 30 days of leave. Every branch no, does that. No, they don't Why? give it to you. You earn, you earn it. Hey, get it, girl. You earn it. So you should be taking it every year. If you want to accrue it and use it later, great. But a lot of people forfeit that leave. Why? Because they feel like at their job, they have to be at their job all the time to get it done because we're shorthanded. Your work, your job, your shop, your unit, your station, your cutter will survive for a fucking week. One week, two weeks. They'll they'll survive if you're not there to fill out not my shop. A, God, well, then you need to train your people to be replaceable. Um, like, if, if if anyone were to die, you'd have a replacement come in the next week, right? And then do their well, job. So yeah, I, the, the mission is going to continue whether you're there or so not. I, there you I, go. I, I Thank you. That. Look yeah. at that. So politically correct. I say correct. that because, like, I don't, I don't take a lot of leave. I take leave, like, once a year to do the thing I do every November sure. to go hunt with my son. That's, like, the only, like, big block leave I take. Um, I sure. don't take a lot, but... Probably takes 30 days. I will tell you... If, like, goddamn kids are watching Christmas movies, I can't, I can hear it. Can you turn the Christmas movie I, I down a hear little? It. Shut the fuck up! Um, <laughs> while I... Can I join them? Yeah. Sure, come on, <laughs> come on down. Um, the, uh, the Coast Guard, today's Friday, you cease to exist right now. They will replace you immediately. They'll talk about you, but like, mm-hmm. you remember Miss Miami? Man, that guy liked the party. Anyway, oh, let's let's oh, fucking here's move a, on. Here's a true story. Move on. Yeah, homeboy at my last unit uh, committed suicide on a Saturday night, Sunday morning, and we had all hands Sunday morning to talk about it and whatever. They had his replacement ordered by Tuesday, and then he showed up a month later. Yeah, where they had to activate a reservist, and he they transferred him, made him active duty. Blah blah blah. Um, yeah. Everyone, like, I think Bruce Lee said it, like, why are you killing yourself in a job that would replace you in a minute? And it's absolutely true. Take your leave. So going back to the property, we want to have a place where we want to pay for you and your entire family, whether it be your wife and three kids, just your wife, just your girlfriend, whatever, like, come and hang out, do whatever you want to do. We're going to give you the keys to a cabin in the woods, either on a lake or on a river. And you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. You want to go hunting out there. You want to go hiking. You want to go kayaking. You want to, I want to have like a ropes, like a zip line, all the badass shit for kids. Something where you and your family can get to know each other again, doing something new that you never get to do. And rather than everyone who takes leave, they stay at home because they don't have money to go anywhere and they stay with the same exact bullshit um, day-to-day routine and it's not new you're not getting actually quality time with your family it's, it's, I was just, and that's what spouses and kids I was really just want yeah. about that, like, and, or they spend an arm and a leg going somewhere yeah, and it's stressful yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah. It, you need a vacation Correct. from the vacation because oh, you're constantly it took me visiting three, it, people that won't aren't willing to come visit you I think I've done they that. don't yeah, understand yeah, our yeah. job I think in, so in my 16 plus years I've had like three vac- like three vacations with my wife and kids where it was like Let's go do something as a family that wasn't like stressful. 
Like we went and just like hung yeah. out as like like. How long did it take for you to raise money uh, for I, that? I had to save for a year to do that, and then yeah, I was on like a ship I had to save for oh. two years to take my family to Disney World. Yeah, and I had I was on a ship at the time, so like, I mean, you guys know how imports are. You guys have all been on ships. You know what it's like, and. You know, mm-hmm. and then I'm getting phone calls while I'm there and about work. And, you know, that sounds great. Like, I would take you up on that in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. So not only is it the point of it is to reconnect with your family and, and get away from that. But um, one of the things that tends to lack with mental health care is, like, continuation and follow-up. So um, therapy's great. I go once a week. If you can do it, it's it's awesome to just talk to somebody that's not a family member or a friend or something. Oh, for so, sure. Um, but a lot of things that we don't talk about is you can talk about all the stuff that you need to change, but it's a matter of instilling those new habits in your life, right? So, like, there's a lack of lifestyle coaching with with that. So, so say somebody's. This is an example. Say somebody's depressed because they can't pass the PC test because they gain too much weight or something, right? So we can talk about it all the time, but that can only help you to a certain point with your confidence and stuff. But what really needs to go on is some more like lifestyle coaching and stuff and to change those habits, get you in the routine of going to the gym and running every day and, and dropping those times, eating healthy, all of that stuff. So there's there's a huge thing with mental health and it's not just about talk therapy and stuff like that but it's those those things hobbies it's a huge one and i saw um with with my ex-husband when he was struggling with his thing is you know being stuck up in alaska uh he injured himself and couldn't do the stuff that he normally did and just having nothing to do but sit in his own thoughts was a real struggle so getting people out to this property learning new things like hunting and fishing and gardening, opening their eyes up to all these opportunities of hobbies that they can have that can help them with their mental health is a huge thing as well. Oh, absolutely. Like one of my goals is to set up a ton of different classes or really just have the availability to learn or try something new. You want to learn how to Mm -hmm. can your food. You want to learn how to paint. You want to learn how to tie knots, sit in a wood shop, make something, make a Christmas gift. Who knows? That's really cool. Whatever you so, want to do. So just to, go ahead. Just to clarify, like the retreat hasn't happened yet, right? That's like correct. Down the road correct. Type of thing. Thank you. Correct. Thank that you. is down yeah. the road when when we get funded and, and funded. all that stuff. So yeah. I um like I like I said, I'm getting out in a month, right? Or now I'm on terminal. So my whole job is going to be doing this. I'm not getting paid for it yet, so I got to find probably I'll be an Uber driver or something weird, but um eventually well no not eventually right now my whole entire focus in life is just to find funding for this uh find a grant writer reach out to people in business reach out to people in sports in the media or not the media fuck them um wherever we can find money we're going to find money and we're going to get this goal set up because we care about coasties we care about your mental health your family's mental health they support you we should support them but the property has not been created yet um and we're looking at different areas of the country and why and all that so mr miami and myself we always talk about you know what we like to see in the fleet right like leading from the front and like i feel like this is is 
leading from the front, especially from like these are are these your board of directors, for example? Are they? <laughs> what the fuck? Did you just someone just shit themselves? Oh, oh my god! I think right? one of your so kids you're, just you're... came in and. Sh- Okay, go ahead. <laughs> your, your group of friends, right? Your board of directors, right? You saw a problem. You acted on the problem, right? So that, that's like leading from the front. You saw a need. You took the advantage, right? That's uh, I had a whole fucking thing I was going to say for that, and I forgot <laughs> about you, it. Did you hear that? After that happened. Ass did you guys hear that? Yeah, we yeah, heard it. I, you just, I heard it. Go wipe, bro. Jesus. That sounded wet. I'm a very celebrated <laughs> frog. It sounded horrible. <laughs> oh, I just snorted like an idiot. Okay. My bad. Oh, man. Hell, oh, I know what I was going to say. So, like, leading from the okay, front, right? All right, hold on. <laughs> leading from the front. Right, yeah. Yeah, Let's so, like, leading Taylor. from the front. Like, that's the de- that's the definition of don't talk about it, be about it. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Um, we were tired of getting shit on ourselves. We're tired of hearing other people being shit on, seeing us on Instagram, which we don't have huge followings, but big enough. I mean, the Coast Guard's small. Um, and telling us stories where they're being shit on. Everyone knows somebody in the Coast Guard who had something happen to them, and they went to a command, and it didn't go right, right? Well, if you talk to someone else who their whole mindset is to hook you up, they're not concerned about um, qualifications or your your timeline, your perception, or what your, your backstory is, the fact that you've been late a million times, and like the fact that they think you're a turd. None of that matters to an anonymous person at Breakwater. They're going to take your story. They're going to hear exactly what you're telling them. They're not going to have any bias at all. And they're going to direct you to the right place to find the right help that you need. Whether you think you need help or not, it's okay to reach out to somebody. It would be the same as you talking to someone at your work or your church or your grocery store person checkout lady. Like, Just talk to somebody. It's fine. Cool. I'm a strong yeah. believer, too, in... Don't complain about shit if you ain't gonna do shit about it. There you go. And we complained you know? for a while, and then we did. two, two we did. years and later, we're like, "Why are we sitting here complaining? That's not actually effective, right?" Yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's no do one's listening to us. It's not like the McPog yeah. watches our yeah. live feeds or whatever. So we yeah. made something about it. Yeah. Well, do you guys yeah. have anything somebody else once to- told me a quote? Yeah, I do. I'm speaking, idiot. So <laughs> somebody once told me up. a quote that said, uh, "Don't waste time." pointing out problems without first taking the time to consider solutions. And I think that's exactly what you guys are doing. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I think it was part of what the Coast Guard ethos or Coast Guard something where it says, don't bring problems to your supervisors without solutions or something. No, I said it wrong, but anyways, you all get it. So um, is that anything left for breakwater? Do we have anything? That's the money. I, oh, to answer your say. question, the money of donations are going to go um, to paying for a website paying for all the different administrative costs that we have to do. We have like 10 different subscriptions for different crap that we had to buy accounts for. Um, We're eventually going to want to buy merchandise so that way we can jack up that price and use those things as fundraising items. Um, Every additional dollar is going to go into the pot for raising money for this property, which we're looking at. Paying to send families there. Exactly. So the operating costs. Everything. yeah, the operating cost projection is going to be at least $300,000 a year after the property is already built. To buy it, it's going to be anywhere between... Do you know of yeah, any... probably a million dollars uh, at minimum. Do you know of any other non-Coast Guard entity 
that is doing what you guys are trying to do? That is a great so, question, Miss Miami. Yes. Yeah. I'll let so Maddie go first. there was an attempt. Uh, the Marines attempted something like this. We actually found this out after we started this when we were reaching out to resources um, for guidance and stuff. Um, but they were absorbed by Military One Source. So if you were to call the Coast or the, not the Coast Guard, the Marines version of this, it it bypasses to military one source yeah so there was an attempt before so what they do what military one source does for that program is they say it's peer-to-peer and you can look up peer-to-peer military counseling but it's not true peer-to-peer because all those people have gotten out of the military already they go and get their master's degrees in counseling and now they're counseling you it's not someone who's Mm -hmm. actively doing your job and you don't know what branch they're from I was on the uh, chat with them for like an hour and a half trying to get information from them, and it was like pulling fucking teeth. So, no, there's to answer your question, Miss Mammy, there's no direct thing that is just like us. When it comes to the property, there's something similar, but not. Um, there's like a Camp Hope uh, in Houston that we looked at, which uh, I have scheduled to go but and, none and of them are like take a tour Guard, with Coast them Guard, and kind of right? talk like, to them. We always get forgot about. No, absolutely. There's no like. There's nothing yeah. for a Coast Guard like this. Absolutely okay. nothing. Well, they don't. When, you know, we're not in the, as they say, the line of battle, right? The, the limelight. So they, they, so they forget that the the shit that we see on a daily basis. You know, um, no, we might not be in the trenches, dying next to our buddy, next to our buddies, but we're pulling dead bodies. Have you ever? We're pulling children. Have you ever? T- out of the ocean, and that's scarring. Have you ever talked to senior leadership in any other military branch? Like, I'm talking like 06, 07 above, and E8, E9, and above. In, in any other branch besides yeah, the Coast Guard? Yeah, it comes to, like, what the Coast Guard does. So, uh, oh, I mean, no. I've, it, my, my brothers, who are Army and Air Force, so, still don't fully know what so, I do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're 03s. So, I have I for some reason I people I have a face that says come talk to me like I literally have a shirt it says fuck you I have enough friends and old ladies in the grocery store ask me for help in the grocery store I it must, it's got to be my face um if you talk to anyone that's <laughs> it's not thank you <laughs> thank you um anyone that's like E7 and below in any other branch or 0506 below in any other branch they don't really have a grasp on what the Coast Guard does. and for, No, they think we do one mission. Yeah. They don't realize that we have like and seven. Then, uh, Thirteen. About three or four years ago, shut up, you're out. Oh. Um, I <laughs> was at a VFW, or actually it was American Legion. I was there with, um, what the fuck did we call him? Who was the guy? That, what, what did we call the guy? I think we, I think we just called him Clay. Me and him were in American Legion because we were at Ocean City, Maryland, and... Everything was expensive. You get like seventy-five cent beers in there, and there was this really, really—I I think he was a colonel or he was something high-ranking, and he was just sitting there listening to me and me and my buddy Clay get shit on. He's like—he turns around after a couple hours and he's like, to the people that were giving us shit, you know, they—it was all in good fun, you know. It was like, oh, you know, Navy radar goes beep sure. beep, Coast Guard radar goes too deep, too deep, things like that. It's typical Coast Guard fun <laughs> stuff. And uh, he's like, you guys have no idea what the coast guard does he's like you like in the marines the army you know things like that he's like you you could train especially now the gwat's over you could train for 20 years and never get a mission 20 years never get a mission he goes the coast guard has guys and gals 
that are 18, 19 years old who on their first time out on a small boat are pulling bodies in the water, out of the water. And they're helping people and delivering babies and showing up on people's worst fucking experience, worst day of their life. And they're that help them. And it's, they're helping Americans. You know, it's Americans helping Americans. And you don't get what the Coast Guard actually fucking does. You know, and I was like, so like, if you talk yeah. to like high up people, they know what the fucking skinny is. And they all go, should have went fucking Coast Guard, man. Should have went Coast Guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I left the Marine Corps and came to the Coast Guard once I figured out what the hell was going on. You can on. read and write, so I assume that's why you left. That's the only reason. Oh, um, well, writing is definitely still up on the air considering you can't even spell our website out. So, man, um, I will beat this Any shit last out calls of for uh, Breakwater Alliance? Oh, man, I did yeah, have I something. We covered it. I mean, if you guys yeah. have questions, reach out. Yeah, please reach out. We need volunteers more. I mean, um, if please use our services. If you hear this, remember it. Um, I think friends. the only thing that I forgot. Oh. Yeah, t- yeah. Tell your friends. The only thing I forgot, really, Maddie, you remember yours. I'm going. Yeah. Is that the property is going to be aimed primarily like the very first people that we want to have there are people who go to inpatient care, like somebody who goes to uh, rehab and then before going back to work, they need to recoup. They need to get their mind right. They need to have a, a time and a place to do that. Take your family there. That's the only thing I forgot to say earlier. I Maddie, I have Rupp. one thing. Yeah. Kay. All right, so our motto is never have a bad day alone. So, Boom. you know, if you're ever feeling alone, you're not alone. We're here. There's 60, like like I said, we have 60 volunteers. I guarantee it'll double within the month. Believe in that. So, yeah. so you guys might reach out. Don't be alone when you're having a shit day. We're here for you. Uh, a lot of the things that come along with this are, you know, stigma related, I think. Um, Absolutely. Re- recently, at, at one of my units, somebody had a mental health issue. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because a lot of people were afraid of, well, what's going to happen to me? What is going to happen this way? What's, what are the guys at work going to think? And I was literally in a room sure. with several people, and they went, um, Sim and Timmy's not coming in. He's in a uh, inpatient. And everyone went, okay. Oh, that's HIPAA. Well, not, not, I wasn't, <laughs> I'm, I'm paraphrasing. It was, you're, how did he's, it? he's at work because he's doing something. Sure. Okay, yeah, got it. it. It was. Down, down, girl. Down. Yeah, calm down. It oh. wasn't a, oh, Seaman Timmy decided he was going to skin a cat, and I'm telling everybody right now, he's in a psych ward. That's not how, that's not what I meant. It was, it was a work-related thing. Okay. This person's not going to be here. And everyone went, oh, is he okay? And everyone's like, ah, uh, he's working on some things. And, you know, through the grapevine and talking to other people and, uh, you know, people taught it, like, initiating with me, um, you know, Seaman Timmy is doing this. Okay, and of the 12 to 13 people that I talked to in my small little group that I was interacting with, not one person was like, what a piece of shit. Everyone was just like, oh, yeah. okay, is he okay? Or, oh, does that's he do anything? It, all of them, Man, that's all of them that's were, awesome to say. you know. Um, Genuinely concerned. Yeah, it, even it, so the reason I brought it was that it, they were either the highest level was concerned and the lowest level was okay i there was no shitting there was no, on there was him. no shitting on mm-hmm. that person they were like oh what a fucking loser yeah, needs it, help was it his mom oh man he's getting help yeah, they, <laughs> he's talking to a counselor what an idiot yeah, was, god was none of that it was just no, like none of that okay anything else and i'm like I, no okay well 
Do you have it under cool. control? Yes. Okay, get so out. So what that sounds like is the same amount that somebody would be like, hey, I have a physical therapy for my knee. I'm going to go get help. Yes. Like, yeah, man. If, if you like I have anxiety so I went and saw a counselor and then they sent me to a behavioral special uh, uh, behavioral specialist and he said yeah absolutely you have anxiety your brain stopped producing serotonin here's a pill that gives you serotonin and now I'm fucking normal again and my wife actually enjoys talking yeah. to me so like, most there's so many people out there like that most but, people fuck. in the Coast Guard most I'm gonna say like sure I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna round down and say like 92 93 percent of people Nice. Don't really not when I say don't give a shit, it's not that they're like, I don't care that you're having a problem. They don't have a problem with you getting help is what I'm saying. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So don't yeah. think that it's it's you're going to be like, oh, what the fuck? Uh, and the holidays are coming up. You know, I know everyone has had their fucking safety brief and had their fucking all hands and their stand down and whatever meetings, you know, no one eats alone. Um I've yeah. done it. Me and my wife did it for a long time, especially when we were on the 110. We had like, I think every year we had six or seven single guys at our house for Christmas and New Year's. Talk to your people. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing for New Year's? What are you doing for Christmas? Um, you know, ask them what they're doing. If you have the room, can accommodate. Have them over. Have a Friendsgiving type thing. Um, the uh, what's the what's what's the Suda hotline? Didn't they? It's a, what is it? Nine uh, nine eight nine eight eight nine eight eight nine. Nine eight eight CG support Breakwater Alliance. Reach out to somebody. Make sure your fucking people are okay. Make sure they're going with somebody. It's holiday season. It's hard for people. So there's a plug for that. Um, there you go. All right. Sorry, you mentioned nine eight eight. That is the veteran suicide hotline. Cri- yeah. oh, sorry, crisis line, not just suicide. It's the national national suicide. But to re- reach of the veteran specific, you're gonna dial. I think it's one. Uh, yeah, nine eight eight, and then option history. one for veterans. All right. All right, listen up, dirtbags. Stop what you're doing. Pause this episode. Swing over to Instagram or whatever internet you like to use and go check out Georgia Beer Company. They're a brewery in South Georgia, and they make some delicious beers. Three buddies got together and decided they want to make their own beer company, and that's exactly what they did. One of them is even a reserve BM1. You know how much we like working with other Coast Guard-affiliated businesses. They got Blondales, Tropical IPAs, Coffee Milk Stouts, Raspberry and Blueberry Blondales, St. Helens Oktoberfest, which is my personal favorite, and they also have some really cool swag. They got coffee mugs, t-shirts, bandanas, sweatshirts, and some other cool stuff. Go buy some good beer and buy some swag and tell them that a disgruntled sailor sent you. All right, okay. so let's move on from Breakwater. Um, before Fatso does his thing, I found, and I know the two of you are going to jump in because I already talked to you about it. Um, I found an article about an amazing human. So I came across a story. Yeah, let's go. Uh, on, don't fucking rush me bro you wow okay so i came across this story and i had never heard of it so i thought it was a secret and turns out maddie and and dan like know this guy like went to his wedding or like or his god kids or whatever um bosa mate master chief tom mcadams do you know who i'm talking about there daniel yes we yeah. do okay yeah. so turns out this friends dude, with them He's the that biggest is, badass I've ever met in life, like in person. So I came across a story. I'm, I know RC Cola and Jimothy are going to be like, how did you not know about Master Chief? Blah, 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 blah. Calm down. I'm not a Bosa mate, so like I don't know. But I read his – I started reading his shit, and I was going to do like a little like thing about him, but there's just too much. 
So I'm going to read like the <laughs> first blurb out of his thing. Like he did more in his first four years than I did in my entire 60 year career. So I'm going to read a little blurb about him because I really like history. Uh, and then we're going to go into the, the FRC. So, uh, Master Chief Bosomate Thomas McAdams described his illustrious career in the Coast Guard, which began in 1950 and lasted to 1977. The highly decorated—I'm uh, sorry, I fucked that up. The highly decorated McAdams is something of a legend in the Coast Guard's small boat community, and among the fishermen of the Pacific Northwest. Where on one newspaper writer wrote that McAdams was quote the champion lifesaver and lifeboat roller of the Pacific Coast. In his remarkable career, which spans 27 years, Master Chief McAdams participated in more than 5,000 rescues. 5K. Um, and was credited with saving... I don't even think I've been underway that many yeah. times. Cre he's credited with more than 100 lives saved. He survived nine rolls where his self-riding 16-ton lifeboat actually capsized due to the large swells that developed outside the river entrances along the coast of Oregon and Washington and then rolled upright again, sometimes holding the crew underwater for up to 40 seconds. In one operation while in charge of a 44 MLB, which is a motor lifeboat, this is him talking, my two-man crew and myself were pitch-pulled, that is, end over end, by a large breaking swell. We were pushed down for approximately 40-some seconds. We are strapped in but out, but outside and must hold your breath while tons of water cascades over you. And you hang precariously upside down until the MLB writes itself again. Uh, he was awarded the Legion of Merit, the Coast Guard Medal, Gold Life Saving Medal, the Coast Guard Combination Medal, the Meritorious Achievement Medal, and tons more. He was one of the few cars Coast Guardsmen to be awarded both the Gold Life Saving Medal and the Coast Guard Medal. Uh, and this one is fucking crazy, right? In 1972, the Commandant of the Coast Guard at the time, Admiral Chester Bender, presented him with the first coxswain insignia ever issued because as admiral bender noted master chief mcadams has a tremendous record of rescues and that he truly represents all coast guardsmen um this dude got the first coxswain pin yeah that thing right there the, the fucking first dude the first one the first one <laughs> like, like i knew the guy i've hung out with him but Jesus, I never knew that. That blows my mind. Uh, could you imagine going to That's like wild. a what do they call wow. it? Like a nine bell ceremony for like cutterman and like being mm -hmm. like, oh, how you doing? I'm a, I just got my cutterman. It's and then, eight, eight bell. And then it's eight bell, huh? Eight bell. It's eight, eight bells. Eight You're bell? a cutterman, shouldn't you fucking know that? Yeah, that's, He's drunk. He's, He's drunk. You know, look at all the empty beer cans I have. Oh. Over here. That's facts. Could you like imagine like just like be like, yo, I just got my cutter and pin, and he's like, yeah, I got the first one. And he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the first. I can't even comprehend what that means right now. Yeah. Wow, um, dude, that's crazy. He's got there's there's a couple books written about him. He's got a memoir. Uh, one of the best selling ones was it's called Master Chief Thomas McAdams: The Stories That Made the Legend Triumphs and Tragedies at Sea. Um, I'm not a big fan of Bosa Mates, but this dude fucks for sure. And when you look at them, like, <laughs> oh yeah, I picture certain people, like certain rates and certain ranks a certain way. Like when I picture a a senior MK, I picture an overweight, mustached, tattooed person. When I picture a bosomate, I picture like some dirty mustache, like some sort of pipe, a fucked up hat, some jacket he's had since he was a non-rate. 
Yeah, that's exactly what he fucking looks like. So, so clearly, so clearly, I need to grow a mustache. Yeah, you're almost. Please, you're almost everyone, there, if you're listening, you're please pause the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Go and Google. There's not Thomas McAdams. The third picture is him wearing a Coast Guard hat with a Mass Chief um, insignia, and it says Yaquina Bay and Depot Bay. And you'll see his eyebrows that will fuck your life up. You'll see his face that is so serious he will pierce through a storm and come out the other side on top. This dude is badass. All right. What is, I'm gonna. I don't care what you're gonna say, Mr. Miami. I'm gonna tell you this Go story. Ahead. This dude told me on the mess deck one day about a story. He would always smoke a cigar underway, like he just he always had a cigar. Because back in the day, John or t- sorry, Thomas McAdams, he is telling me this story himself. Yeah, Wait, that was, that he's, was standard he's, growing up. Were you stationed up, with him? Everyone knew him. No, <laughs> I mean I'm not that old. Thank you, Dick. You said, but you said no, you no. I I was stationed at. Yeah, yeah. I was stationed at your, your station Yaquena Bay as a non-rate back in 16. And he still frequents um, that station because he lives in Newport, Oregon, where station mm-hmm. Yaquena Bay is. So he's there on the mess deck all the time. If you do morning bar report at that station, you will find him standing on the pier or sorry, on the um, on the jetty. He parks his red truck out there and he walks to the end of the jetty and he watches the fucking waves. Still to this day... At least when I was there in 2016, and again when I visited in 2018, homeboy still does exactly that. Um, but he told a story like they were going, um, doing surf and gr- going out to grab somebody, and he would take his cigar and flip it around backwards and put the hot cherry of the cigar inside his mouth to shield it from the waves because he didn't want to lose his cherry. So then after the wave crashes over the boat. He flips it out and then smokes it and he just keeps on fucking driving, what dude. What a fucking baller. He needs a bag of... He needs some smoke pit blend coffee. Yeah, he does. He really does. <laughs> so he is still there. He still visits the station all the time. Maddie grew up just south of Newport, uh, Oregon. Her mom is very good friends with um, Tom McAdams and his wife. There's a surfman who just transferred out of there, and she was, like, super good friends with them. She would go and have coffee with his wife all the time and hang out. So she got to hear a lot. Um, it's very hard to get him onto podcasts, but he did just do he something a, where he did a talk Yeah, he did a, he did a community talk back home. Sure. Uh, I don't know what time doesn't exist for me anymore. It seems like anyone that's sure. on the cutter knows that. But um, it wasn't that long ago, though, and... So yeah, well, yeah. If you can, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna talk to my mom and see if we can. I don't, I, get him I on don't here. expect him to come on here. But if we could at least set him a bag of coffee and just let him know we talked about him, and thought he was badass, that'd be really cool. Um, yeah. Sure. What's his uh, What's his serpent he, he, pin number? He's he's so humble too. Do you know? Uh, so like back then, just, so back yeah. then they didn't actually have individual numbers. They didn't start doing numbers until like uh years and years later but 80s or 90s right yeah so what they did is like for surfmen who made it between let's say like 1970 and 1975 all those guys have a number and then i'm I'm butchering the the dates on that but that's the concept up until they started doing it um pre-millennia and now they're up to like late (laughs) hey (laughs) oh that's fucking rad uh service white question right there yeah for losers that are bosom mates Anyway, I just thought that was cool. Uh, he sounds like a rad guy. Maddie, if you can get us his address, we'll send him a, co- uh, a bag of coffee and uh, just let him know we think he's fucking rad. I think that'd be cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, Fatso, it sounds like it's your turn to talk about a uh, FRC. Are you prepared or are you going to wing it like usual? No, I'm prepared. Your mic's doing that weird thing again. Yeah, you suck. Text your oh, family. 
What weird thing? Yeah, do better. You sound like fucking a horrible tea pain again. It sounds like that. I'm gonna keep fucking going. Buy you a drink. You sound like a piece. uh. Yeah. All right. So we're covering the Coast Guard Cutter Winslow Greaser. I I don't know if that's how you say the last name, but that's that's what I'm rolling with. Uh, So Winslow Greaser was born 1856, died 1931. He was a station keeper in the United States Life Saving Service, one of the agencies that were merged to form the United States Coast Guard. So in 2016, the Coast Guard honored him by naming one of its new Sentinel-class cutters after him. So here's a picture of this dude. On this, phone. I don't know how good you can see that or not, but that's what he looks like. So it says, Keepers were full-time employees who slept in quarters above the boathouse that formed the core of their stations. Their boat crews were not full-time employees. The station keeper's job included recruiting and training local men capable of manning their boats. The The boats were light and were mounted on light wagons. Their crews would manually tow the wagon to a good launching site near a distressed vessel. The boats were launched by towing the wagon into the water until the boat's buoyancy floated them enough to clear the wagon that they were on. So Greaser served at life-saving stations Fort Niagara, New York, Lorain, Ohio, Marblehead, Ohio, and Buffalo, New York. On November 21st, 1900, when commanding the Buffalo Life-Saving Station, Greaser distinguished himself by heroically swimming out to rescue a stranded mariner in the teeth of a gale. Greaser and his crew tried to launch their boat when a scow and a scow, I had to look that up because I didn't know what it meant. It's like a, a small barge, uh, came loose in the gale force winds. When his boat was damaged when being launched, Talk Greaser decided to swim works. out to the sole remain. Huh? What's up? Oh, just talk over. Okay, sorry. Uh, I was going to say gale force winds or anything over 30 miles an hour for anybody listening who doesn't know. Okay. Uh, let's see. When his boat was damaged, Greaser decided to swim out to the sole remaining survivor of the scow who was clinging to an offshore pylon. The first attempt by Greaser and one of his crewmen to swim out to the stranded man towing a rescue line failed. When the large waves tossed them back on shore, injuring his companion, Greaser then attempted to rescue the man without assistance. When he got close enough to throw the rescue line to the stranded man, he was too weak to secure himself, and the line fouled the pylon. Greaser was able to get close enough to free the stranded man and secure the rescue rope to him, allowing him to be successfully hauled to safety. Greaser was so exhausted that he collapsed once he got to shore. Uh, let's see here. And then it says, in 2010, uh, Skip Bowen, who was in the MCPOG, worked to have the cutters all named after him. He ended up for some reason, it didn't print, but he ended up winning a gold life-saving medal for that, for his efforts. Isn't it crazy when you hear, like, what people do on these heroic rescues? It makes you feel like you haven't really done anything. Yeah, because, like... Yeah, you feel like a total well, just pile of shit. Well, like, there's so many policies in place today that, like, that shit it, yeah, that he did back then, like, you couldn't do today. You can't. Without yeah, getting, so, like, like, reamed. So, I'm a, yeah. I'm a cutter swimmer. And I had to do my proficiency stuff the other day. And out of habit, I was getting somebody in a Stokes litter. And if anyone's met me, I'm not exactly a big person. I'm 5'5", 107. So um, I'm getting this 
six foot kid in this stoke sledder and I went under the water to strap him in and to be able to to get positioned to be able to like lift this 180 pound kid into this stoke sledder and they're like you can't do that you can't do that you can't go under the water Mm -hmm. right so like if shit hits that fan back in the day of course somebody's gonna just go under the water jump in the water jump off the cutter and do stuff nowadays it's like you gotta dress out you gotta do this you gotta do all these checks and then you gotta gar up and chances are i'm never actually gonna jump in the water to do a rescue swim ever in my coast guard correct we should have senior chief uh, retired tom rooks come on here and tell you his fucking cutter swimmer story i'll set it up yeah you set that shit up oh he rescued like his his whole crew his story actually is on um it's a story on they had to go out podcast it's like the second episode or some shit never heard of okay um i'll i'll set it up for you i'll set it up uh yeah that's really cool uh i know there's so many things like you said maddie in place that like we just we can't just do whatever anymore so a lot of our heroic rescues are confined to our rescue swimmers and things like that but um you know hopefully you never get put in that situation but if you do you rise to the occasion um Mm -hmm. anybody have any last calls before we move on i do go ahead okay right or okay yeah okay i have two they better be fucking bangers okay i'm gonna start with what okay i hope so we'll see i was born in like 1892 so i'm not that cool well god you're what i think is 1892 1892 yeah are you a frontiers woman might as well be uh, they called me Medicine Maddie at Aton Tech School. <laughs> Actually, like the medicine woman. Good yeah. God. Dr. That's Quinn. Dr. Quinn, yeah. I'm glad somebody knew that. Because <laughs> I was going to feel real alone with that one. Um, okay, so this is called the efficiency pin. So this was back in the Lighthouse Keeper's Day. So um, back in the day, to promote efficiency and friendly rivalry among Lighthouse Keepers system of efficiency stars and pennants has been established keepers who have been commended for efficiency at each quarterly inspection during the year are entitled to wear the inspector star which is red and for the next year those who receive the inspector star for three successive years will be entitled to wear the commissioner star which is blue so they are basically like challenge coins but red and and blue stars that the lighthouse keepers used to show you know, like when they did a good job and stuff. So I thought like, that was interesting. Like how fucking good they were. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty rad. Yeah. We should bring, we should bring that back. It's actually, a, that was a good one. I like that. Yeah, that'd I like cool. that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And then the last one that I have is your brain is the only body part to name itself. Oh, Correct. That's cool. Correct. Yeah. Uh, cool. Anybody else? Okay. Um, the only thing I thought of was that the a deck prism was an old piece of glass back in the day before they had electricity on ships. They would uh, be like an insert in the deck, and it would distribute light to the lower deck. Um, yeah, the Egyptians did it's that. It's like if you ship. Google it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty cool-looking uh, piece of glass that's shaped almost like a pyramid, but it's got a lot more sides to it. It's pretty rad. Interesting. Not as good as Maddie's, but good. Yeah, no, definitely not as good. Uh, Fat, so you so got any? Bri- Brigwater Alliance, a hey. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fatso? 
That's. <laughs> I don't have any. All right. So this one's specifically for you, Fatso. Um, just okay. so we're all. I, hold on. I have a question for all the fucking people out there who've been listening for the last 70 episodes. Now 71. 71. Yeah. Is. Is the disgruntled sailor actually fat? Because you've called him Fatso for so many years. What's going on? I mean, we're both fat. I just think he's fatter than me. That's it. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Like, he makes weight, so technically he's not fat. But I like if I call him fat, I feel that I'm bet I feel better about myself calling him fat, just like every other bully. True. You okay. Know what would be hilarious? <laughs> Why would I know is that? Is if you have your listeners. If you had what? Wait, what? You said do you know it would be funny? I said, Why would I know that? Oh. Very funny. If you had your <laughs> listeners <laughs> Draw pictures of us? Draw I'm pictures of what you think Don't of what you, they think you look like and then send yes! it in and Based put them on your, your Instagram. And what you guys describe, it'd be so oh funny. man, that'd be cool. No, fuck you guys. I'm just I'm ordaining it. All, it. All right. All, everyone every out there. Every picture would be Go ahead, do that. We would look like Santa Claus. It's just a circle with sticks and legs <laughs> is all it would fucking be. Just some fat guy with a Hawaiian t shirt <laughs> yeah, unbuttoned. I don't care. I want to see it. Right. Yeah. I want to see it. S- do it. Everybody, please do send it. Send your pictures of what you think we look like and uh, we'll post them up. I have another question for all your followers. Um, when are we going to find out what rate you guys are? Because I've been listening for years and I oh, have no if you idea. You figured that out by episode four. You're an idiot. Shut up. Okay. Well, Maddie. I haven't done that. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay. not gonna outright yeah. tell you what rates. When we I are. get when when yeah, I retire, see just all that. listen, listen to the episode, Skip, and you'll figure when it I, out. I don't like you. When I get out in three years, I'm gonna do a contest, and I'm gonna have some hefty prize if you can guess my rate and my, uh, my if you can guess my rate, and uh, I got I got stuff stowed away, so it's gonna be epic when I get out in okay. three years. It's gonna be a big contest. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, so. Do you say pecan or pecan there, disgruntled sailor? Pecan. Yeah, it's a pecan. Maddie? Pecan pie. Depends Depends on the context. Or is it pecan pie? It's pecan pie. It's fucking uh, it's it's pecan, pecan pie, pie. But I want to eat no pecan. about the plain nuts, it's pecans. No, it's not pecan pie. No, get fucked. It's pecan pie. So, disgruntled <laughs> sailor, I honestly thought you were going to say pecan because you're a southerner. Um... But it's actually no, it's fucking pecan. There, I have proof. So it's actually pecan. That that's how you say the name of the nut. Um, and it is, it's actually derived from the Kickapoo word. You know the Native Americans, pecana, and which that was then grossly misused. I have a whole video, but I just have a screenshot of it. But it's the Kickapoo. A lot of our words come from Native American words, and it's actually pronounced mm-hmm. pecana. Which would then translate and then be converted to pecan, so it's not pecan. So if you say pecan, you're the devil and you're wrong. And that's a that's a urinal. And you, d- but, you, you but Mama said, but but yeah. but Mama if said, if you say it, pecan, <laughs> you're wrong and you align yourself with Hitler. That's all I can say about that. Um, Do you think your your listeners care about this dumb shit yes. that you guys talk yes, about? Yes, they argue I'm about just, it. I, I'm speaking on their behalf. Yes, they argue about it all the time. I'll, I'll, when I say stuff they, like that, we oh, okay. we do get a lot of DMs about our <laughs> That's final awesome. thoughts. I, when I po- I'll say last calls now. When we, we post this, these kinds of stuff is what comes up on like four to eight watches yes, too. Exactly. And oh that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the, sure. the the point of last calls. I'll, like I'll post this. Vi- I'll post this episode, 
and I'll get a DM. And it'll just say, it's pecan, not pecan. Never listening again. You and dumbass. I'll be like, okay, well, I lost my seventh listener. Oh, no. You know. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so awesome. next I had. It's just a um, way to weed people out. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you know? So what vegetable do you eat that makes your eyes better? Carrots. Everyone thinks carrots. Well, okay, so that's actually it it, everyone thinks carrots, but that's not actually true. Correct. That is not true. Carrots do not make your eyesight better. Does anybody know where that came from? No. Yeah, I think we even talked about it on here before. I actually, I don't think we did. Did we? What would Google say, says carrots, yeah, sweet potatoes, squash. We talked about it. Off the top of my head, I don't think so. All right, so. so hmm. If someone can carrots, name the episode, let us know. Carrots have keratin in it, which is supposed to be good for your skin, nails, and eyes, and hair. So the reason people think carrots are good for your eyes is because in World War II, um, England, the UK, actually invented radar before anybody else did. And they were able... Yeah, we covered it. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, did we? yeah, yeah. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Yes. Well, those of you yeah. that haven't listened, yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. Um <laughs> The Skip. UK um, <laughs> developed radar before anybody else, and to keep it a secret, um, the British were able to detect air- aircraft coming in before anybody else because they invented radar. And in order to trick the Germans, they just said they ate a lot of carrots, which are good for your eyes. That's where that fucking came from. That's cool. Uh, next one I got is... Uh, <clears throat> so, I don't know if it's still going on, uh, but my son did it. Um, if you're a USA member, there, USA is doing a promotion with Call of Duty, um, Modern Warfare 2, the one that just came out, where if you're a Call of Duty member, or not a Call of Duty member, fuck, a USA member, <coughs> fuck me, excuse me, you can actually go on there on, just Google Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, it's called like the Echelon or Empire, some, some E word, where you get some like Call of Duty upgrade just for being a USA member. So if you do that, if you oh. if you play the games, you know, fucking look that shit up. Um, just trying to disseminate information. So, did you know what? Um, so who were the two people that were in compete in competition for inventing the telephone? Do you remember? Edison. Tom, Thomas Edison and uh, what's his nuts? Ham. The actual dude who. Ham. Oh, come on, do it. Not ham radio. Oh. God bless America. Franklin. No. No. What? Franklin and Thomas Edison? They're separated by 100 years. What's his name, man? Alexander Graham Bell. There you go. Alexander Graham Bell. So Thomas Edison, who ended up winning, suggested we say hello when we answer the telephone. Do you know what um, Alexander Graham Bell suggested we say when we answer the phone? I've heard it before. Oh, man. He recommended that we say the word ahoy. That's awesome. How cool would it be if, like, so I do that all the time. Like, when I'm on duty or, like, like ahoy. hey, OD, how can I help you? And they go, hey, this is Chief whatever. I go, ahoy. And people are always throwing back. They ahoy. go, what? I go, ahoy. And they go, uh, ahoy. <laughs> Next time. Okay. It's like when I say. Like when people say thanks to me, I say cheers. Yeah. Or I say thanks as saying cheers. I just say cheers all the time. Yeah. People are always like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I had a roommate once who said "chow" all the time. That's a, that's an EU thing for sure. Yeah. They say cheers and chow all the time. Oh well, EU. I say cheers. Now I'm gonna say ahoy at the beginning. 
But it's not like Ohana, how Ohana means hello and hello goodbye, and right? Goodbye. Or no, it's al- aloha. Aloha. What's Ohana? Family. Oh, Oha- Ohana means family. God, I have a kid. We won't stitch again. Yeah, you're right. All right, my last one okay, is well, a drunk. quote from the U.S. Army Officer's Guide circa 1894, 1894, and it says, quote, Enlisted men are stupid, but extremely cunning and <laughs> yes. sly and bear considerable watching. Agreed. And uh, I think that's extremely fair, uh, considering and all... And bear of- considerable watching. Yes. I like that. So take every port call you've had every ridiculous encounter you've had and just be like you know the officers are over there with their pinkies up just doing their officer thing and they're like look at those fucking listed heathens over there just doing their what are they even doing I gave them a roll of quarters and a rubber duck and they're having fun what are they up to you know <laughs> well funny yeah I mean it's true though it's, it's for, if, yeah like I, I know what I'm doing I'm, I'm good at my job but you should probably keep an eye on me because I'm probably gonna do something fucked up, but it's like run around everywhere. I need an adult. I need an adult. I need an adult. Is this the usual length of uh, one of your podcasts? Uh, no, this one's kind of. Well, I don't know. I mean, sometimes they're this long. I I, I generally want to keep them a little shorter than this, yeah. but after editing, it'll There's be been a two hour one before. Anyway, uh, well, so I really appreciate you guys having. Oh. I was just gonna say I'm I'm on my seventh beer, so let's uh, wrap this shit up because I have shit to do. You guys got anything else for uh, Breakwater Alliance or anything else you guys want to add that you forgot or this is your platform? Yeah, I was just going to say you got some laser engraved coins on sale. Thank you very much for having us. Uh, Yeah, I do have laser engraved coins on sale uh, and other stuff for nauticalusa.com, nauticalusa on Instagram, but none of that matters um, as much as Breakwater Alliance. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys very much for having us on. We really appreciate the relationship we formed with you guys to in order to make this happen. Um, I still will not listen to your episodes. <coughs> oh God, I just choked on myself. That's like what you a, get. God did that to you, man. I, God did. That God to shoved you. a dick yeah. in my mouth, and he just it's made me choke horrible. on it. God. All right, now I'm gonna listen to you. Look at that. Anyways, um, thank you guys so much. All we care about is that everyone has an opportunity and a different method of reaching all the information that is already out there because mentorship out there amongst the fleet is not what it used to be. No one's digging down and getting the the real deep shit um, that's going on in, in other people's lives. No one cares. Everyone's stuck in their phone, stuck in social media, stuck in their own selfish ways, and that's okay because we're humans but we're forgetting to look out for our shipmates so um if you need help if you know someone else who might need help like talk about it be about it and never have a bad day alone thanks maddie y'all good all right we'll see you guys in the next one. Oh, i mean he, he okay, wraps good. it up well, i don't then, uh, bye absolutely don't need to follow that that's our tagline never have a bad day alone. Yeah. <laughs> never have a bad day alone bye <laughs>